What's going on? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Everybody good? Great. You feel good? <laughs> My name is Moose. I'm Jody. It's a Married with Channels podcast where we have us a little discussion about TV shows and movies. In this case, it is movies. Can you believe it? We watched a movie. We did. Yeah. We watched a movie. By the way, this whole thing brought to you by Honey. Go to joinhoney.com slash Mary. Get the free browser plug-in. More on that coming up later on. But we did watch a movie, and the movie is Dune. Yeah. 1984 version. I hear they're coming out with a new version. (laughs) (laughs) I never saw the 84. I didn't. I don't think I did either. Yeah. Or the other one. Wasn't there another one as well? There was a miniseries in Uh, the early to mid-2000s. Yeah, I never saw that either. Yeah. I just... The original looked interesting, and I'm surprised I haven't watched it, because I like Star Wars and all that shit. Sure. Um, And maybe I did see it when I was young. I don't know. I don't recall seeing that one ever in my lifetime, but... I have seen bits and pieces, and it's it's an ambitious movie. I would have liked to have seen, and we'll get to the new movie here in a second, Mm -hmm. but the one... And you watched a little bit of it with me. I watched a documentary on the Spanish auteur who was uh, charged with making the the original Dune movie. And he had these crazy, like, very, very, for its time, ambitious goals and objectives and costumes and everything was super elaborate. And it just never came to be. But it's a fascinating documentary. I can't recall the name of it, but uh, yeah, the new one, 2021, uh, directed by Denis Villeneuve. I can't, I can never mm. get his name right. Mm. Anyway, he did Blade Runner 2078, 49. <laughs> oh my goodness. Maybe come prepared next week. I'm prepared. I'm just, I just kidding. I'm, the details are escaping me. I on, see that. He did, what else did he do? Oh, he did uh, The Arrival. And, uh, yeah, he's a very, he did, uh, Gravity. Okay. I'm pretty sure he did Gravity. I could be wrong about that. But. <laughs> you should probably find out Villain for our listeners. Denny Villain Wave. Anyway. Yeah, The Arrival, Sicario. I didn't realize he did Sicario. Okay. Yeah. Prisoners, that was a good movie. You haven't seen that. But. I haven't. Yeah, so, uh, Dune 2021. Yeah. You got Timothy Chalamet. You got, uh, Julian Barden. Uh, you got Oscar Isaac, Blade Runner 2049. There we go. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Dave Batista. Dave Batista. Stellan Skarsgård. Zendaya. Zendaya. Who is just, something about her is interesting. Yeah, I like her. She's, she's pretty. Yeah, she's captivating. She's good in the Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah. But doing 2021, what'd you think? It's okay. I liked it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Like, when you asked me, I was like, "Uh, okay, I'll sit through another weird sci-fi movie. Okay. (laughs) But I did like it better than I thought I would. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I liked it uh, quite a bit. I think there's, the only thing I don't like is it just kind of, I don't know what it's about. I don't know what they're trying to say unless it's just an easy thing about, you know, the haves versus the have-nots. 
that I mean, simple. Kind of. There's this commodity that everybody wants and is willing to decimate planets and people to get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's very much. I, look, I take it for face value. I appreciate it as a good escape sci-fi movie. Sure. It's not Fast and the Furious. No. Which is good. Yeah. But I think it's very well done. It's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's well shot. The set, the art, the artistic direction is great. Sure. Um, you have some original stuff in there. Um, the acting's good. I think the writing is okay. There's a little bit of exposition dump here and there. Sure. I think that's probably typical of a world building type of movie. Can I give you my complaints though? Is the time is this where I get to say what I didn't like? Is this about <laughs> the big spider thing? Not about the big spider. But did that bother you? No. No, not at all. Like the human sized spider that was eaten out of a bowl? No, that didn't bother me. Okay. All right. So what bothered you? Well, I did not like the look of the sandworm. Okay. Like when it when it was going to eat that kind of uh harvester like I'm like Really? Like, that's the best you could come up with for what a sand, a big, bad, scary sandworm would look like. I think they built the tension so much, and then it just, like, looked like snuffy snuffle up, I guess. (laughs) They do almost look kind of uh, approachable. Yeah. Kind of, not cuddly, but not not intimidating. Not, other than their size, there's nothing about, there's no fangs, really. Yeah. I mean, the one sword at the end was came from the tooth of a sandworm. Yeah. But other than that, it just looks like kind of a, like a whale. Yeah. And nothing's intimidating about a whale. I mean, if a whale's coming up and swallowing you whole out of the ocean. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But I think that's Maybe it's partial- more about what it can do, but I don't know. For me, it just like kind of, kind of seemed like kind of silly almost. Like you build the tension in these scenes, you know. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, then it just didn't pay off for me visually. I think think that's kind of on purpose, though. I think the function of the sand, first of all, it like burrows through the sand of a desert. So Mm -hmm. it's got to have a kind of, although I don't know if it's closed up when it's burrowing. I was thinking the mouth with the like the, almost the hairs, but I assume those are teeth. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I was thinking it was going mouth open through the sand, and that just filters it, but that doesn't make any sense. No, because then it'd just be eating sand all day long. I think it's also intentional because it's supposed to be kind of, it's almost like they build it up as like this big, you know, scary Jaws-like shark that roams Mm -hmm. the desert. But as we get towards the end of the movie, it's come. we're coming to find that that's almost like uh, another population that the Fremen people live with, live sure. alongside. Sure. And, and sometimes they work together. Like they showed the shot of the one guy right on the back of the sandworm. Yeah. They managed to harness the beast, you know, yeah. and kind of tame the beast. Yeah. And the Dr. Canes. Yeah. She was about, she got her hooks out. She's about to ride a sandworm when she got stabbed. Ah. Um, so it's almost like the sandworms are kind of like wild horses. Yeah. Kind of. They've kind of taken the the scary out of it by yeah. like like look you don't have to be afraid you just ride it <laughs> yeah and i don't know how how they portrayed the sandworms in the 84 dune uh-huh. i tend to think they made it more of a scary creature i don't know yeah i don't either but they're riding on the back of the sandworms and 
That one too. Boy, that one sometimes looks hokey. Sometimes I feel too like the plot was a little difficult to follow. It was. I had to go read a little bit. Yeah, like I didn't know exactly. I didn't know why the Atreides were given the desert planet. Yeah. And the Har- Harkonnen? Sure. The bad I don't guys. Know. Yeah, the bad guys. Vacated. Right? Because yeah. the Emperor like gave the desert planet, we'll call it Dune. To the Atreides, Atreides people, Oscar Isaac's, you know, people. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. And I didn't know who the emperor was. Like, did, did we never see him? We don't see him. Okay. He's not there yet. Okay. This was part one. So I'm assuming there's, that'll be revealed in part two. Okay. Yeah. I, um. I wasn't really worried about any of that, but like you, I was a little confused as to, okay, why, why the Harkonian, Harkonian? Harkonian. Yeah. This this is like Game of Thrones. Kind Harkonian. Of. Totally. Cause the names are really difficult, well, yeah. which, okay. That was another thing, like very different names throughout this whole thing. And then you have Paul and Jessica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, they're just plain names. Okay. Who is Jessica? The mother. His mother. Oh, right, 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 right. The mistress, I guess. The mistress. But uh, yeah, he's... Um, we got Momoa. We forgot to mention Iowa's own oh, Jason yeah. Momoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Momoa. Yeah. Which, I don't know, this didn't really land for me there. That- Say what again? Like, his role, like, why was that necessary and vital, I guess? It's just kind of another storyline, really, kind of a side storyline. I disagree. I think he was there to provide a backstory of the Fremen people and the Dune planet to Paul. Oh. Because remember, he went off, it kind of went on as, he went out to the dune planet before everybody else yeah paul's like take me with you he's like no you'll come in a few weeks with everybody okay else. so that part wasn't clear of when that occurred well they kind of time jumped a little bit okay like, paul was like take me with you like, no, oh. we'll see. You'll, you'll come in a few weeks and then like i think a scene or two later they're showing up all oh, of them okay all right that was a little confusing yeah. i did not know that was like time jump and okay but um yeah, Paul. Yeah. Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. Yes. And over here we got Paul. And, and then Duncan Idaho. And Reverend, Reverend Mother Gaius Helen Mohyim. Mohyim. But I think it, it kind of works because this is like, this is set, what, 10,000 years in the future? Yes, it so, is year 10,191. Okay, so, yeah, it's it's a way f- way ahead in the future. So there were... I, there could be some names that will survive the test of time, like Paul or <laughs> and Duncan. Jessica and Duncan. Yeah. Yes. So I guess that makes sense. Okay. Another plot thing that I was wondering. Meh. So the Reverend Mother, you know, she has like all these powers. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of tests Paul, and kind of. Yeah. What was in the box? What the hell was that? I don't know, but. But. Why can't she just use her powers to get done? What needs to be done? Like, it's like they have to work through Paul always. Everybody has to wait for Paul to fulfill his destiny, you know? So, like, Paul's mom is 
one of the type of people, the Bene, Bene Gesserit. Bene Gesserit types. Yeah. So they're they're seeing if Paul is the chosen one, you know, the Right, but why can't they all just use their powers to make people do or not do? Like they yeah, could yeah. have like avoided the whole like coup from happening and like Duke the Duke getting killed, you know, in the first yeah. place. Like why why can't you just use your powers, people? I don't get it. Well, so yeah, why couldn't Jessica? Because she obviously knows how yeah. to do it. Yeah. Paul's still kind of scratching. We got some audio from the movie, and it involves that voice thing that Paul and his mom have. Yes. Um, I don't know. Okay. They just call it the voice. It Use could be, the voice. Yeah, it's a plot convenience, maybe. Okay. But here they are. They're, they've been captured after their, you know, their headquarters on the Dune planet have been raided by the Harkonian and the... I forget the soldiers' names, the Sarkarok, but anyway. So they're uh, trying. To, he's trying to use his uh, the voice on the captors, the Harkonian captors on the Thropter. Remove her gag. <laughs> Shut up. Kind of scary, right? The voice. A little bit. Yeah, we'll just end it there. But it kind of reminded me a little bit of Preacher. Mm-hmm. Remember the show Preacher, and he yeah. had the voice of God or whatever the hell it was called. Make it day. Make it night. Not nearly as sinister, but you get the point. Sure. Yeah. No, I think the whole voice thing is a plot convenience. Okay. You know, when he's about to fight uh, Jarmus at the end. Yeah. Just do the voice thing. Right. You know? Yeah. Stab yourself. Why don't these people... Yeah, you have these abilities and powers, but yet you don't use them. It just doesn't make any sense. But... Yeah. convenience. I I guess. Sure. uh, I like Dune 2021. I I thought... I was... My concern it was going to be... Because I knew it was like two hours, two and a half hours long, that it would be so kind of slow. But I think it moves along pretty good. I think it's a decent pace. And um, there's not much I don't like about it, to be honest with you. I kind of have high hopes for part two. I'm hoping that doesn't shit the bed. You know, I hope they deliver on part two, much like they have on part one. I'm guessing that that's all written. They just have to film it. Sure. Which you think they would have done that at the same time. Usually it's cheaper. I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe they did, Jody. I have no idea. Maybe they did. Um, by the way, any other extras that pop out? We haven't done that in a while. Oh, um. I was going to say David Dismalchian, who plays Piter, the the assistant to, uh, to, uh, the Baron. <laughs> he he dies when the, the tooth gets cracked. And the, yeah. Yeah, but that guy's always good. Huh. I guess I haven't thought about that for a while. Hey, you don't have to. Yeah, I not nobody really stands out. Sorry. Blue eyes. <laughs> Those are pretty awful. I mean pretty awesome. Sorry. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna have any of the uh like the floating turds like in the eighty four movie. 
like the humans who like have so much spice, they kind of change into this like floating weird tan turd. I don't know. And light comes out of their mouth. And let me get this straight. Like the hot commodity that everybody's, you know, kind of fighting over and controlling, wants control of. It's a hallucinogen and a way for space travel. Like, wait, what? It's both of those things? Okay. I, I don't see why not. I guess. I mean, you, you huff spray paint, but that comes in handy oh when, my you're, when you're painting your lawn furniture. It's just kind of funny that this whole movie and this whole, you know, elaborate plot, when it boils down to it, is just for that. Just so people get high and travel in the space. I guess. Like, have some uh, uh, visions while uh, in your spaceship, I guess. When they're in the spaceship, do the, I wonder if the, uh, the engineers on the ship, you know, who make sure the engines are good or like getting high as they're working on the engines, you know? I don't know that Paul character had a very high sensitivity and like his, his uh, visions of the future kind of his premonitions kind of happened more. So, so what do you think of the guy who plays Paul Timothy Chalamet? Yeah, I thought he did pretty good. I've never seen him in other stuff, but I haven't either. I think he did pretty good. Yeah, he was fine. He's one of those guys, he's like the hot young actor now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been in a, quite a few projects. He's in the new uh, Wes Anderson movie that's coming out. The Honestly, French. I hadn't seen a lot of this cast, and I think a lot of them were very good. The The mother and the father, mm-hmm. you know, both, they were very good. Yeah. Um, I hadn't really seen Zendaya act, I don't think. She's good in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. She, she plays this kind of like, whatever. I'm so much, you know, I'm yeah. kind of on my own little planet over here. You guys go be popular. Okay. Kind of. Okay. And she pulls it off. She's yeah. good. There wasn't much of her in this movie, but it was good. I mean, yes. even like, I am i don't care for Dave Bautista, but he did pretty good. <laughs> I think he's pretty good, too. I, I liked him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He was good in... Uh, the other Denny Villeneuve movie, uh, Blade Runner 2049, he had a small part there. I did not see that movie. Okay. Sorry. It, it was in the beginning. He was a replicant and he was like working on some farm, but okay. very low key role. And huh. I thought he did a very good job there. Interesting. Yeah. No, I, I like the cast. I thought it was pretty good. Again, like you said, like it was a beautiful movie, just the scenery and the effects and yeah the visual effects are really good yeah i will say the ornithopters look like dragonflies yeah yeah that's kind of cool no they look uh and the the way they pull off the wings you know vibrating furiously to fly yeah um i I was watching a a thing i watched pretty typically where the vfx artists break down vfx of movies okay and they were still kind of like how did they do that yeah you know like that's so great and yeah that and you know all the visual effects you know yeah uh it's all spot on and i just think the baron character i love that he's like this big fat maybe hooked up to some weird device and kind of floats yeah that's so kind of scary. It is kind of scary when he floated over yeah. to that person who was asking for his wife to be released, the doctor, because he did what he asked him to do. Yeah. Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah. And then, like, when he gets 
he got hurt, right? And he was in the bathtub healing in the black liquid goo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was creepy too. Like yeah. this swamp thing like rising up out of the goo. <laughs> it's like a more scary job of the hut. Yes, exactly. Um yeah, but Dune twenty twenty one. Uh, I recommend it. Sure. I look forward to part two. I think 2023 is when that's coming out. All right. So maybe actually go to a theater for that. What? I know, right? That what never happens. About? We no. stay home and watch these things. <laughs> Even without a pandemic. That's right. Home. So I think, um, yeah, go check it out. And uh, I don't think you'll be disappointed. I mean, it's ridiculous. Almost as ridiculous as these promo code boxes. I mean, what's with these things? They actually put these discount code boxes there like, we're just supposed to browse the internet, looking up recipes or checking sports scores, and some guy in a virtual trench coat pops up whispering, Hey, buddy, want some good discount codes? I mean, come on. Jerry. This is not good. Not good. What now, George? My folks' anniversary's tomorrow, and I don't want to pay full price online. Well, have you tried the honey plug-in? Oh, Jerry, it's, in it's insane. Oh, it's actually easy. Free. Installs in your browser. Pops up with discount codes automatically when you shop online. A giddy-up. Yeah, something like that. Saving money now! Go to joinhoney.com slash now. Do it. <laughs> And I think that is going to do it for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We're going to wrap it up. Yep. Call, it a, call it a show. That's a show, people. I think so. Uh, join us uh, on your podcast provider. Give us a review. Subscribe. Share. Tell Share. your friends. Yeah. Go to our Twitter at Mary W. Chance. And uh, it's the Married with Channels podcast brought to you by Honey. Joinhoney.com slash married. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. Later. Bye.